0: By the time Big Lake's volunteer fire department arrived on the scene, the shed was fully engulfed, and all they could do was water down the grass and trees to keep the flames from spreading. A couple of old bicycles, a broken lawnmower, and an assortment of junk were lost in the fire. After the fire was out, the firemen couldn't determine what had started it, and since it was a minor incident, there wasn't an investigation. Love is blind, so when he got home... Tom Cotter accepted Jill's claim that she had been shopping at the Walmart in Show Low at the time of the fire without question, and set about cleaning up the rubble of what had been his shed. One unexplained fire may not get much notice, but two in less than a week in a town the size of Big Lake does. Four days after Tom Cotter's shed burned, flames were discovered shooting out of the roof of an abandoned barn on Santa Fe Lane since it was a mile outside of town and because they had to cut a lock off a gate to get to the barn by the time firefighters got to the scene it was too late to do anything to save the decrepit old building as with the first blaze all they could do was watch it burn and be on the alert to keep the fire from spreading to the grass around the barn any idea who owns this place sheriff jim webber asked fire chief steve harper as part of the barn's roof fell in sending a shower of sparks skyward. Harper shook his head. It was part of the old mayor place, but I think the bank took it over a while back after Henry died and it went into foreclosure. You might ask Wally McKnight over at the real estate office. I remember Henry Mayor, Weber said. Always wore bib overalls, and no shirt, summer or winter. Didn't he have a kid? A boy? Mark, Harper told him nodding. He got cancer or something and died a couple of years before Henry did. Broke that old man's heart. I think that's what really killed him. Kevin Upchurch, who worked as a maintenance man for the school system when he wasn't responding to fire calls, joined them, wiping sweat off his forehead. Upchurch and Harper had been best friends since childhood, had joined the Army and served as part of the peacekeeping mission in Korea together, and then came home to Big Lake where they married local girls and raised their families on the same street. While Harper was the smaller of the two by several inches and easily 75 pounds, he was the unquestioned leader in everything they did. Upchurch had always seemed happy to let his friend blaze the trail while he followed happily along, covering his back. Upchurch nodded at Weber and took a long pull from a plastic water bottle Harper handed him. "'I haven't had a fire all summer long.' And now we got two this week? What's that tell you? Makes a man think, Harper said. Could be a coincidence, I guess. Could be, the bigger man said. Or maybe we got us a firebug. Let's hope not, Weber said. You guys mind poking around and seeing what you can come up with once this cools down? We'll stay until it's good and out. But it'll be dark by then, Harper told him. "'I'll come back tomorrow and see what I can find, if anything.' Weber thanked them and left the two firemen to oversee the mop-up operation. As he pulled away and started back to town, he hoped Upchurch was wrong and that this second fire coming so close on the heels of the first one was just a coincidence. But he'd worn a badge long enough that he didn't believe in coincidence any longer.'